thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad you've joined us today for Jesus the Healer. Welcome. We've got a studio audience here and we've come to receive our answers because the Word holds our answers. And you know, our part is simply to agree with that and put that in our mouth and make God's words our words. Amen. We've been taking the last several episodes and we've been teaching on the subject of something we're going to continue on today and that's on two words called hold fast. And um, the faith life involves our, it it calls for our skill of knowing how to hold fast. Hold fast to what? Hold fast to the word. Hold fast to our confession of the word. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Is it because uh, we have to kind of coerce something out of God? No, we have to hold fast to not be swayed off of the word when opposition comes. Amen. Because um, God's word has opposition called the enemy. (laughs) And the devil is working to try to sway us off that word because he knows what that word will produce for us, in us, through us, and for others that we may come in contact with. And so he's constantly trying to get us off the word. And so we want to be skillful in this life of faith, and that involves us us having skill with holding fast. Amen. Um, In this releasing of our faith, it only takes a moment to release your faith. When you see something in the word that God says is yours, whether it's provision, whether it's soundness of mind, whether it's healing for your body, when you see that something belongs to you, you release your faith. But many times there's a span of time that happens from the time you release your faith until the time your answer comes into manifestation. It only takes a moment to release your faith, but you can have many, really there's many moments that you have to, um, you have that passes before the manifestation comes sometimes. What are you going to do during that span of time? You're going to hold fast. That's what you're going to do. Then after your answer manifests, what you're going to do, you're going to hold fast to it because the enemy is constantly seeking to rob from us everything God's ever blessed us with. So once we receive our answer from God, it's not an automatic in the sense of uh, you still have to hold fast to what you have received so that nothing is lost. 
Amen. Uh, we're going to go back and read some of the verses we read in the previous episodes, but if you were not able to join us for those previous episodes, we invite you go back yes. and watch them because we can't restate everything that was said, uh, but we'll hit high points, but we want you to get it all. Amen. Go with us to Hebrews chapter four, and we invite you to get your Bible. Follow along with us. And release your faith. Amen. Amen. So Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 14. Let's start reading there. It, it reads, seeing then that we have a great high priest. Look at that. We have. We have a great high priest. And I was saying this um, in a previous episode, but I want to restate it. He's called a great high priest because He's so excellent at what he does for us. Amen. You know, if if an employer had many employees, he wouldn't call someone a great employee if they weren't skillful, if they weren't effective, if they didn't uh, produce. He wouldn't call them a great employee. Well, the word calls Jesus a great high priest. Amen. He's unequaled. He is so excellent and and he's our high priest. Amen. So uh, again, Hebrews 4, chapter chapter 4, verse 14 says, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the son of God. Now we have a part. Let us hold fast. Our profession, right. or another word for that is our confession. That's right. So what is he the high priest of? Our confession. Yes. What we're saying of God's word, what we're holding fast to, he's listening for that. Yes. He's listening for what we're confessing. Why? Because then he knows uh, what he is going to fulfill in us yeah. and through us and for us. Yes. So he is listening for our confession uh, of the word, of agreeing with God. And I would say this, um, when he hears our confession, he's listening for God's word in our mouth. But also in hearing our confession, he's hearing our level of interest. How interested are we in laying hold of what belongs to us? And if he doesn't hear confessions of the word out of our mouth, what does he know? That our interest level is waning. You know, I make this statement. I've told this to our congregation for years, and it's this, is God will let you have everything you're okay with. If there's things in your life uh, that maybe trouble your life and you don't take a stand against it, you don't resist it, God will let you have that. But if you ever decide, wait a minute, I'm done with a flow that doesn't belong to me. I'm done with worry. I'm done with fear. I'm done with symptoms. I'm done with being harassed in my mind. I'm done with it. When you say you're done with it, what what happens? Your interest in walking in what God's provided has just been evidenced. And when you say I'm done with something, God's power will back you up. But many times people just need to be interested enough to be done with the wrong thing. Well, uh, it's not enough to say I don't want this anymore. We have to 
we have to show proper interest in what we do want to flow. That is, we have to confess. We have to lay hold of things and hold fast to them until we see their manifestation in our life. Amen. And then once they have manifested, we still hold fast. Amen. So Jesus is listening for our confession of God's word because then he also knows how interested we are in cooperating with what God said is ours. Amen. Um, And then we also have been reading Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23. So turn there with me if you would. And it reads this. It reads, let us hold fast. Look at the words again. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith. Look at this. Without wavering. Meaning we're not saying it one day and then forgetting to say it for 10 days. It means that our interest is, is... we're focused on yes. something. Yes. We're, we're not wavering in our interest of receiving what God's made ours. And we're not wavering. We're not saying the right confession one day, but a fear confession the next day. Right. Our, we're, we're saying the confession of the word. We're putting it in our mouth, but we're holding to that confession. Yes. Not only that, we have to remember this is um, God doesn't just hear what we say when we're directing words to Him. He hears what we say when we're speaking to others. So it's not enough to make a confession of the Word to Him, but a confession of doubt to someone else in a conversation. God hears it all. Remember what Jesus said when He got in front of Lazarus' tomb? He said, Father, I thank You that You hear me and that You hear me Always. He was letting God know, I know that you hear me when I say what I'm saying in front of Lazarus's grave, but you also heard me four days ago when I said this sickness is not unto death. Meaning this, God's listening all the time. Our confession to God and our confession to others and our confession to ourselves has to be consistent without wavering. And that's what Hebrews 10 verse 23 says. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. We can't go from faith to doubt, faith to fear. It's a profession of faith that doesn't waver. We're sticking with it. Regardless of what opposition comes, you see, Uh, we hold fast. It doesn't say we feel like holding fast because sometimes you don't feel like holding fast, but you hold fast regardless of what you feel like. Why? Because you know the truth. You know that, you know, the all conquering word will, will put you on the victory side. And so you hold to it. So again, uh, Hebrews 10 verse 23 says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Look at this. Why can we be steadfast in our faith without wavering? The next phrase tells us, for he's faithful. He is faithful that promised. Amen. He's not wavering. His faithfulness isn't wavering. So our confession of faith should not waver because our confession of faith is in the one who is unchanging and will always, always meet faith. You have to know this. The power of God meets faith. Always. And so when we're unwavering in our faith, the power will be unwavering in its work in our life. Amen. 
If we're wavering, we're not holding fast. And many times people say, why, are, why is my answer delayed? Why am I not receiving what I know belongs to me? We have to make sure we run all wavering out of our conversation. Not only this, what about all wavering out of our thought life? Yeah. Um, if we're going to hold fast to our confession of faith, we cannot be holding fast to worry. We can't say the right thing to our, our Christian friends about what we're facing and then go home in bed, fall asleep with thoughts of worry bombarding us. You see, we can't, that's a wavering. That's a wavering. So never, if I could say this to you, it's so important, never go to bed afraid. Never go to sleep afraid. Never go to sleep afraid because the way you go to sleep is what door you either left open or closed. And while you're sleeping, something can come in if you left a door open. Haven't you ever, have you ever done that in your home? You thought all the doors were locked and they weren't. They, there was a door left open. Um, I can always tell because I will sometimes leave certain doors open during the day or especially during early evening. And I can tell if I've left them open too long by the bugs that come in the house. <laughs> Moths start coming in and I don't even know what these critters are that had the long legs, you know. And I can tell, uh-oh, uh-oh, things are out now. I better get up and close that door by what is coming in. What we leave the door open to will determine what comes in. If we leave the door open to fear, fear will, will keep working even while we're asleep. Why? Because our spirit doesn't sleep and neither does fear. And so never go to bed afraid. Don't go to bed wavering from having thoughts of faith. We need words of faith, but we also need thoughts of faith. Amen. That we're meditating on the right words. And that involves our thought life also. Amen. Uh, now go with me and let's look at Revelations chapter 2 and verse 25. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 25. It reads, But that which ye have already hold fast yes. till I come. Yes. So when he says hold fast till I come, that's a lifestyle for us. It's, it's a lifestyle. Holding fast till I come. People say, well, how long do I have to hold fast to my confession till he comes? <laughs> We're not done. It, and and it, it, it can, um, the spirit of faith will make words of faith a lifestyle. It won't like you have to on purpose labor to find a faith confession. It just becomes a flow of your everyday speech that there's a flow of faith in it. I'm not saying that everywhere you go, you're speaking in scripture and verse and chapter and verse. That it, but there's, there's the spirit of faith in your words. There's, you're on the positive side. You're not on the negative side. You're on the faith side. You're not on the fear side. And, and you can get to the place where you have faith thoughts. 
and faith words just come easily without trying to have to search for words to articulate faith. They're just in your thought life and they flow out naturally in your course of conversation. Now, this is the kind of, this is the kind of, of, uh, of conversation that is going to enjoy God's blessings because it's a lifestyle of, of making right confessions. Amen. Amen. And like I said, those confessions don't always come out in exact scripture, but the truths of scripture are governing, governing your words. Yeah. Again, Revelation chapter two, verse 25, but that which you have already hold fast till I come. There's two ways of looking at this verse and we would be correct in both of these ways. It doesn't say, but that which has manifested, hold fast. Uh It says that which you have already. Well, if something is manifested, let's say you're believing for uh, healing in your body and that healing manifests, well, you have that in manifestation already. And he's saying, hold fast to that. But there's another way to look at this. We could read it this way, but that which you have already that belongs to you in Christ. Hold fast till I come. Hold fast because the benefits and that which belongs to us in Christ, we already have it, whether it's manifested or not. It already belongs to us. It's already our present possession. So that which you have already that belongs to you, because you're in Christ. Mm-hmm. Hold fast to that. Amen. When it looks like it's not going to be true in your life, hold fast to it. And it will manifest. Amen. So that shows us hold fast before something manifests, hold fast after something manifests. Amen. Why? So that it's not robbed from you on either side. Amen. 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 Um, to hold fast... You say, Pastor Nancy, how, how do I hold fast? Well, he's talking about our profession. Mm-hmm. He's talking about a profession of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just any profession. Mm-hmm. It's the profession of faith. Yes. Don't hold fast the profession of worry. Right. Don't hold fast the profession of doubt. Right. Hold fast the profession of faith. Well, what uh, to hold fast means this, to daily release our faith. If we're not releasing our faith on an ongoing basis, we're not holding fast as we ought. Now listen to that. If we're not releasing our faith daily, making professions daily, there's more holding fast we could be doing. Amen. Uh, We aren't the sick trying to get healed. We are the healed. And symptoms are nothing but a temptation to be sick. Reject that temptation. (laughs) Just reject it. Resist it. And so when when symptoms come, uh, you're not the sick. You are the healed and sickness or symptoms are trying to rob you Mm -hmm. of the health that is yours. So hold fast. Yes. When symptoms come to say, oh, no, you don't because I'm already been, I've already been healed. I'm not already healed because my body tells me so. I'm already healed because Jesus paid the price for it. That's why I'm already healed. And the word tells me of that. So we aren't the sick trying to get healed. We're holding fast in the face of symptoms. Even when the devil says you're sick, say, no, I'm not sick. I'm not sick. You sick. (laughs) Mr. Devil, you sick. (laughs) I'm the healed. Don't call me by your name. 
you have to see yourself yes. as I am of the household of faith and there is no sickness in the household of faith. And just because symptoms show up doesn't make them mine. You know, haven't you ever looked outside your house at times and you saw a neighbor's car parked in front of your house? Just because it's parked there doesn't make it yours. I don't care where symptoms park. It doesn't make it yours. I don't care where pain parks. It doesn't make it yours. Put a notice on that thing. This thing's getting ready to be towed. I'm going to have this thing towed. <laughs> well, what tows away symptoms? A profession of faith. Amen. And uh, so holding fast is calling for a lifestyle of making right professions and confessions of faith. A daily lifestyle. Um, if, if something's important to us, we don't forget about it. Um, what, we're, what we put in our mouth shows how important that is to us. Oh, that's the truth. That's right. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dr. Summerall, Dr. Lester Summerall makes this wonderful, he made years ago made this wonderful statement that I took note of. He said, faith must be reborn every day. Yes. That's true. That's true. What's he talking about? Faith has to be released every day. That's the truth. Yes. You can have faith but you don't benefit from it until you release it. So many times people say, I just got to get more faith. I got to get more faith. That's fine to keep feeding your faith, Mm -hmm. but it won't benefit you if you don't release it. Amen. Amen. So faith must be reborn every day. Why every day? Well, let me, let me say this. We can look at how God deals with us and know, and know the importance of every day. When he says in the word, uh, God's mercies, they're new every morning. Every morning. Every morning. Aren't we grateful? (laughs) Aren't we grateful we didn't spend them all up yesterday and we have to wait till next Friday to have, no, no, no. Uh, They're new every morning. Why? It shows us how in the mind of God we are. That there is a fresh supply of his mercies for us every day that we never can outspend his mercies. There's another passage that said he loads us daily with benefits. He look at this, he loads us daily with benefits. Why does he load us daily with benefits? Because one day can't hold all the benefits. There's so many benefits. One day cannot hold it all that every day gets a new load of benefits that are available to us. But it's faith that lays hold of those benefits and brings them into your now. Brings them into your situation. So when we read verses like, His mercies are new every morning. Aren't we grateful for the word every morning? I'm so grateful it doesn't say God's mercies are new randomly. (laughs) We don't know when we can count on them if it's random. Well, we need to be like God in the sense of it's a daily operation of our faith. Just like him blessing us, the, the, the mercies flow a new fresh supply every single day. 
He's showing us how important that is, that we are in his thoughts. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to show him what you've offered us is so important to us and the price you paid for us to have this is so valued valued by us that we don't have any problem uh, thanking you for it daily. (laughs) Releasing our faith daily. Amen. You're doing something daily. (laughs) You might as well be releasing faith daily because we all know this. When we've had the temptation of worry, that temptation can come daily. Right? Yeah. Uh Well, uh, before our minds were renewed, we might have worried daily. And uh, that didn't do too much to bless us. So we might as well do the right thing daily that always ends us up in blessing. Daily releasing our faith. Daily making our profession of faith. Amen. Amen. Um, Holding fast uh, to our profession or our confession of faith. You say, what do you mean a confession of faith? Well, when the word says by his stripes I'm healed, you add your faith to that. You confess that I'm healed because his stripes yes. took my sickness. Yes. Those stripes that healed me were laid on him. So holding fast means that we are not letting what is coming against us change what we believe. That's why that's why the enemy seeks to attack is because he's trying to get our definition of what we believe redefined. He's trying to talk us from thinking and speaking and living like the healed to thinking, speaking, and living like the sick. Or instead of thinking about God's provision and abundance is eternal in our lives. He forever provides for us. The devil wants to put financial pressure, thoughts of financial pressure in your mind to get you to think, but not for me or start wavering in that. Amen. So um, holding fast means refusing to let the circumstances that come against you change what you believe. You believed you were healed before symptoms showed up. Keep believing you were healed when symptoms show up. You believe that God was your provider before that unpaid bill showed up. Still believe when a bill comes unexpectedly. Still believe God's your provider. Don't change what you believe. Do not let worry author what you believe. Do not let fear author what you believe. Don't let contrary circumstances author what you believe. The word authors what we believe. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we see that Peter and the disciples in the boat with Jesus, they did. They believed they were going to to the other side. That's why they got in the boat. Jesus said, let's go to the other side. They got in the boat. A storm came up. And in the midst of the storm, in the midst of what they felt, in the midst of what they heard, in the midst of what they saw, they let go of what they believed and they rewrote what they believed. What? How do we know what they believed? Peter went to Jesus who was asleep in the boat and woke him up with these words, carest thou not? Look at this, that we perish. What does he believe now? He believes we're perishing. He believes we're not going to make it. He believes we're going under. What did he do? He rewrote what he believed based on what the circumstances told him. 
Holding fast means I hold fast to the word and I don't let circumstances rewrite my future. They're not rewriting my faith. I am not going to adopt a different doctrine that circumstances offer me. The word is what I hold to. It's a skill to hold fast to the word when things are pressuring the mind, pressuring the finances, pressuring the body, pressuring the marriage, pressuring the home. But we're learning. What are we going to do? Release our faith daily. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss our next episode. It'll be a blessing to you. And until we see you next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. The timeless truths in this book, Answer It, reveal how to answer every opposition and the steps to take to exit times of testing. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual prayer conference here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, April 4th through the 6th. Come expecting God to do great things. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.